Hey guys, welcome to Parks and Rec, episode number 28. I'm Chris. And I'm Yanni. And thank you for joining us either again or for the first time. Welcome. Uh, we are knee-deep in spooky season. Uh, we've been doing all the spooky things that we can between Disney World and Halloween Horror Nights. So what are we talking about today to continue on with spooky season? Uh, today we are going back to Horror Nights because this is a Horror Nights podcast. Need that. <laughs> well, only like two months out of the year, yes. Um, and talking about the food, our best of the fest, so to speak. Yeah, we do this with every festival that does have specialty food offerings, where we always talk about our best of the fest, so the, as it says, the best of the fest, the things that we loved, the things that we would or will get again. Then the rest of the fest, so these are the things that might be okay, they're not great, they're not terrible, it's just something that's there. And then the mess of the fest. This is the items that aren't good for one reason or another, and you should probably save your money and put something different. But, you know, we try to remain positive here, so we're always going to start off with our best of the fest. So we're each going to have five best. When it comes to the other categories, like the rest of the fest and the mess of the fest, I sometimes struggle to find more than a couple things. So you can look at the best of the fest as kind of like our top ten list, and then everything else is just like, a, yeah, maybe don't. I do want to maybe start off with some honorable mentions, though, because these are the things that they always have that I'm always going to eat and I'm always going to love, but by lumping them together as honorable mentions, I no longer have to designate a spot on my list for it. Okay. Because <laughs> that's going to be the stuff like your Twisted Taters. Mm. Love them. I think we've had like four so far over the like six nights we've gone to the event. That's true. Um, pizza fries. Love them. We've had them twice so far. And then for you, definitely ghoul juice. Gives you a rash. You still drink it. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and then I think one of my other honorable mentions is going to just be the whole hog pumpkin ale. Mm. Because that one is consistently awesome. It's a great pumpkin. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's pretty solid. Um, also returning, which I think is a little unfair. Because we haven't had it yet, but we had it last year. Is the pizza skull. Yeah. Um, I did want to get one the other night, but the line for them was so long that it's kind of skipped over. It's no longer called the little boo bun, but it's still... Like the turkey squash bun. <laughs> yeah, but it's still the little boo bun in my heart. I think that covers the retreats. Yeah, those are definitely worth your time. Oh. So why don't you start us off with your first best of the... Th so I actually broke the rules a okay. little bit. Because I was split between two. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to... Because why not? So my number five... I mean, you can, but that's going to be two of your spots, so... Uh, actually, no, because they're both... You know one. how top ten lists work. That's why I made the honorable it's mentions. Called, it's called Parks and Rec because I wrecked the rules. Ah, okay. All right, so go, go ahead with your first of your first two. Uh, coming in from the Dr. Oddfellow food booth near the front of the park, I'm going to do the sour apple pie funnel fries. Yes. And going into the Yeti Campground Kills spot next to Surfer Boy Pizza in the middle of the park, a bloody campground. Those are my top two. <laughs> so, okay, when you, when you said the sour uh, apple pie funnel fries, I was mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe she's lumping two dessert things together. <laughs> Those are completely different. So walk me through, not like why you chose them, but your thought process as to why like you're saying like, yes, these two together. <laughs> Um, I think I like them both equally enough. I couldn't decide which one of them I so like. They're sharing more. a spot. Yeah, because I okay. Yeah, they're and also you okay. can get a meal out of both of these, and you like if you're just having them by yourself, like they're both a ton. Um, I have a list of ten because I knew we would probably have some crossover. 
I thought about putting the bloody campground poo because I really did enjoy that too. Um, again, big full portion. It had a nice little spicy heat to it too mm-hmm. because it was like an Asian inspired poutine. So it's not like your typical fries, cheese curds, gravy. It was like a space, uh, spicy like gojang sauce, spiced peanuts, and not even just like regular fries. It was almost like a thicker spiral cut fry. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of get tater, but it had more of like that potato meat to it. Uh, I. I really enjoyed The sour apple pie funnel fries were definitely put on my list, Gus, so I'm glad to have a chance to talk about it, because I was surprised how much I... Go ahead, talk about it. <laughs> um, when we got them, they were freshly fried, so they were still, some might say, hot, because you're a baby. Yeah. Temp- <laughs> I'm fine with spice, but I don't like temperature hot. Um, and they were just good. Yeah, so these are funnel fries, so it's almost like you would get fried dough or funnel cake, but they're fry-shaped, so you know they're much more pick up and shareable with apple pie filling and then a sour apple ice cream with it and the ice cream is actually a good sour apple tart flavor yeah i was surprised that i liked i'm not a big sour apple person but i still thought it was like really good it was again it shouldn't work because i that's not my um taste profile but I'm... no and that i think that shows just how good it is because it might not be to your taste still put it on your list alongside the poutine it's a meal people just think of it as a meal uh for my first offering and my lists are never going to be least favorite favorite to most favorite favorite mm. uh, i just pick things that i can talk about uh, i'm actually gonna start off with a snack and this is from the chucky this is the chucky's pop dead popcorn oh. and this is a like cheetos hot fries popcorn and like we were just saying i love spicy hot stuff I love eating me some Flamin' Hot Cheeto. And we had Flamin' Hot Cheetos popcorn at a movie. And it was good because it was like some spicy popcorn with Flamin' Hot Cheeto. This is full-on spicy popcorn, and I'm loving it. Uh, you can get a box of this for, I believe it's like 50 Or if you have one of the Universal Popcorn Buckets, uh, they'll do refills of it for $3. And I think for 3 bucks, like, this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, do we talk about the popcorn bucket? We can, because this is this booth always has a line. I mean, every food booth has a line this year. But this is the one that's actually selling the interactive Chucky popcorn bucket, where he is voice activated and stew. It's terrifying. It is. The proportions on it are really gross. <laughs> but this is definitely a thing that people are lining up and waiting to get. Which, if you're a big Chucky fan, I get it. I was more excited for the actual food offerings at this in the popcorn bucket. We like to buy our dumb collectible stuff that we put up on the walls or shelves. I do not need to get a Chucky popcorn. Is it because he's... I mean, it, it is like $40. <laughs> but no, I, I don't need that. The popcorn's good enough, and I love the fact that you can just walk up and ask for the refill of it, and you can get it as long as you have some popcorn. Which, you know, that popcorn bucket is a great investment. Yeah. We get our money's worth out of our popcorn bucket. Well, it was free. So. It was free. But if we did buy it, it would have already paid itself off. What's next on your list? Uh, so, fun fact. just Your weird. next one is also three more. <laughs> no. No, it's actually from the Chucky Food Boo. Okay. And I'm going to do the fried till the end chicken. Hmm. Now, is this the most spectacular, inventive, out-of-the-box thing that you've ever heard of? They are chicken nuggets. They're spicy. Do they have ranch? I don't actually remember. There was like a ranch drizzle on it. And then they have little bits of chili flakes on it. It's very simple dish. It's They serve it in like a little popcorn box. I think it's really cute. I love it. Like it was it was good. Not yeah. much to say. Like I'll, I'll talk about that later. Okay. Oh, is uh, this like what are your rests? 
One of uh, my favorites, though, <laughs> is actually coming from over at the Stranger Things Surfer Boy Pizza booth. And this is the Yuri's favorite. Ooh, that and was my number three. This is a peanut butter mousse with like a very small piece of chocolate cake in it. And then under that, they have Reese's. We bought this when we went. We got the drinks. We got the pizza. And it wound up going in our bag just while we were looking for a place post up to eat. And we forgot we had this in there until probably about like two hours later. And I was like, ooh, secret dessert. <laughs> and I love peanut butter. I am a huge peanut butter boy. I absolutely love this. Uh, it's very rich, but that doesn't stop you. Like, I could eat a whole peanut butter, peanut butter sized jar of this and absolutely love it and be okay with it because it was amazing. I know this is a number three, too. I'm not the biggest peanut butter person, but I still thought this. there's so much to say. It comes in a cute little jar. Yeah, it's on our shelf. Right over there. It's a little peanut butter jar. It's cute. Yeah, so since that one was my number three, why don't you go your number? Well, like I said, I have multiple. So if there's something else that you want to like squeak in, because you can still talk about it, and it doesn't have to eat a spot on your lip. Oh. See, that's the way to get around <laughs> having multiple things to discuss without cheating. I didn't cheat. I just broke the rules. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about Yuri's favorite. I guess this would be a good time to talk about the Surfer Boy pizza. This is a pineapple pizza with Spam. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a French bread pizza with pineapple, Spam, jalapeno, yeah, jalapeno, scallions, and mozzarella on it. Um, so try before you deny. Uh, this was good. Um, it's, again, similar to the fried to the end chicken, it isn't anything so out of the box or so out there that the eaters won't like. It's a French bread pizza, and that's really all there is to it. I mean, if you're a big fan, of, you'll get a kick out of eating something from the show. But it's also like $9.99, the best value out there. It's good. I was going to conclude it with the rest, because since I'm on the spot. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I guess, yeah. If you're a big fan of Stranger Things, for get a kick out of it. But otherwise, skip it. And also, this booth always has one of the longest lines. Yeah. They all have a long line, but this one, um, The Last of Us, Chucky, are the ones that tend to have like the biggest. I, w- I would agree because I mean they're all IPs. They're all fan favorite franchises too, so it doesn't make sense. Next up on my list, I also have a Stranger Things food offering, but this one is not found at the actually across the walkway over by where the amphitheater and this is the cheddar jalapeno hellfire club it's a jalapeno cheddar bread with shaved pork shoulder crispy potato sticks spicy mayo pineapple chutney and monster and this is actually a really good size it's definitely shareable you get two halves i do kind of wish it came with maybe something on the side potato chips something else but this on its own is fantastic i just want something else to kind of break up that texture with it like i need some crunch with it because there's a lot of big flavors in this nothing about that to complain about Uh, i just i like a little bit of crunch with my my sandwich and this is you know it's a grilled cheese sandwich with some some delicious pork on it but it all just kind of like tensiony mush Mm -hmm, and i I, I need like a a crunch even the crispy potato sticks after like sitting in pork tend to like soak up that flavor yeah this tends to be a pretty greasy sandwich yeah this is is he's a greasy boy what about your number what are we on two jeez my number i have have so many other things on my list still (laughs) wow that's what happens when you like do 10 Um, there's a lot of good food this year uh my number is the walking from the dead did i have high hopes for this one no did i want to wait in line for this one 
Probably not. This one also has kind of a long line, and this booth is not kind of one of the ones where they have they don't have the room just yet when it comes to serving food, so they'll check you out very quick. It'll take you a bit to get your food. Um, the night that we went, it was actually shout out to. Yeah, I feel like the capacity is terrible. Like they always go very whatever they're trying to prepare. But the walking taco. Oh my goodness! I had no host for you. Were you pulled it off? You pulled it off. This one it has. Fritos, topped with taco beef, shredded mozzarella, black bean, queso fresco, pico de gallo, shredded lettuce, sour cream, and cilantro. And it is served in a Fritos bag, and it is delicious. It's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, this is actually a really good-sized portion because it's not like your typical snack-sized Frito bag. It's almost like a full-size bag of the Fritos that they load all the aforementioned uh, taco fixing. And it's a little bit higher priced. I think this is one of the higher price I have on our list at twelve forty nine. Mm-hmm. But it's also very good. It is made to take with you. And there's been a few times that we've said, like, okay, let's get something to eat. Jump in line for one of the houses. And you're kind of stuck trying to balance, you know, a, a bowl of pizza fries or mm-hmm. the boat that has the, the Hellfire Club in it. The walking taco is made to <laughs> walk around with. Like, it's just... It's a bag of chips that you just dig into with your fork or spoon. I really enjoyed this. Something that was on my list. This was fantastic. And it's something that it's well done. So good. So that's my number two. Number Uh, two. My number two is something that I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it because it could have gone one of two ways. And I'm glad it went the way that it did because this is going to be the peanut butter burger. And this is coming from over at the booth that's next to where Mel's Dying is um, because... I love me a burger. I love me a burger that has a bunch of random stuff on it. It is not listed on... There we go. The peanut butter burger. Uh, This is a smash burger with peanut sauce, raspberry jelly, cheddar cheese, shaved onions, jalapeno bacon, and cherry peppers on a vampire bun. What's a vampire bun, you might ask? It is a hamburger bun that is dyed red, and then it has, like, activated charcoal on the top of it. Yeah. So, nothing flashy, but this burger was absolutely fantastic, and... It's not a giant full-size burger. It's probably halfway between a slider and a full burger. Mm-hmm. I think it is enough to share if you're just eating your way around the park. Again, I wish it had something else with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe some fries. It needed a side. We also got the fried Oreos while we were there, which was a good accompaniment. But mm-hmm. a burger and fries is such a classic dish. I don't know why you don't have fries with this, especially when you have other burgers that you give, like, a bag of chips. That's true. I definitely thought this one was a little bit on the small size, especially the cost. This one's thirteen forty nine. This one makes it a little bit more expensive than the walking thing. This one might be most expensive out of all the offerings. Um, but yeah, this one was good. I will say my only complaint was it was a little on the greasy side. A little, like, kind of hard to split up kind of thing. It's definitely one that you have to, like, stand and cut into. You can't just yeah. walk around with. And I think just it being a smash burger, too, it is like a lower, I don't want to say lower quality, but it is a higher like fat content beef. And then the fact that it also has that on the top of it, and then it does kind of then say it's a little bit juicier, and that juice has got to go somewhere. It just happens to go all into that bottom bun. That's true. Uh, but I, I love this. Uh, we've Of all the things on my list, the only one that, well, maybe not, we'll talk about maybe something else later. This is one of the ones that we've only had the one time, but I would definitely order it again. Uh, so far, the Hellfire Club is the thing that we've eaten twice. Mm-hmm, that's and, true. Uh, and, uh, you know, outside, again, pizza fries. But this is one that I definitely want, again, uh, 
with the month that we have left. So the uh, peanut butter burger is good, but it's not top five. Well, what's going to round out your top five? Because I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Uh, my, the thing that I wanted the most this year was the cordyceps corn dog. I talked about it on the first night that I was like, I want this, this thing specifically. That's all I want. And it did not disappoint. It was so good. It is a Korean cheese dog with cordyceps. Crispy potato chip. Six. Are you noticing the pattern? Everything has crispy truffle cream sauce and daikon. We were big fans of the maggot covered cheese dog oh, it's so uh, good. from the Bugs booth last year. And this is kind of the next evolution of this. I think it is a better version. I think the potato sticks on it are better than the puffed rice that they mm-hmm. had on the maggot covered cheese. Yes, they look different. Um, but the thing with the crisp or puffed rice that they had on the maggot cheese dog is it didn't deliver that crunch. Mm-hmm. Keep talking about it, but I like a crunch. Those were kind of more softer. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a, a corn dog covering mm-hmm. on. The cordyceps one does have a more of like that texture to it. Uh, this is absolutely fantastic. This is definitely one that I would like to get oh, yeah. as well. This is part of the second Last of Us. Because there are... There's two of them. Two. This one's going to be the one close to New York area, not the San Francisco area. Um, this one is just like right smack in the middle, right in front of the bar. You can also get a Twisted Tater. The only way to get the Twisted Tater on this side of the... As well as the Infected. Basically a Twisted Tater, but with extra sauce. Um, I thought it was so good. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this. But you got a number... Oh, that was your number one. That was my number one. Uh, I am going to go a different route. And for my number one, again, I don't pick these in order of, like, favorites. Uh, I'm actually going to say the Crooked Can Bloody Murder IPA. I've had probably, I think, four of these now. Oh. Uh, I do love a specialty beer popping up at a food festival. They do have a lot of the options that they had in previous years. Again, honorable mentions I had talked about Whole Hog Pumpkin. They still have the Hackershore Oktoberfest. Uh, there's also a Blondale that's there as well. Uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to stick with my Bloody Murder IPA because you're eating a lot of you know, heavier, greasy foods. Even if you're getting something that's going to be a little bit lighter, it's probably going to be sweet. Uh, the Bloody Murder IPA has a great citrus pithiness to it that kind of cuts through any of that grease or all of that like dense, rich... Uh, this is kind of my go-to beer this year. So I think my, my go-to beer is still the pumpkin ale. I love it. Or the Oktoberfest. The best Oktoberfest in there. But yeah, I agree. It was pretty good. So what about your rest of the fest? So my rest of... Um, I do have some honorable. Because okay. these were the ones, again, didn't quite make it. But still, keep your eye out. I'm going to throw in the Surfer Boy Tropical Dream Punch, uh, which comes in alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And this is really, really good. Um, probably my favorite new drink of the year. I, I would agree with that. Um, outside of the returning drinks, like the Ghoul Juice or like, I was kind of not a big fan of most of them. This mm-hmm. was on my list to talk about if I needed something else, as well as the Survivor's Fizz from Akbar. See, I didn't do any of the Peacock Bar ones, but I did put in the Salt Lake City because I think that one was... It's, it's a different kind of... It's... Which I, I applaud it for that, but I don't think I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other honorable... The Bloody Snowball from Yeti. I thought it was a really good dessert. It just you already talked a... about... Oh, no. You talked about the poutine. Never yeah, mind. <laughs> it just wasn't as good as um, Yuri's favorite or the sour apple. But still pretty solid. I think that covers up because we don't talk about the peanut butter. Oh, 
Returning that we didn't talk about. The Witch's Spell Cauldron. Oh, yeah. I, I really like that. It still holds up. It's still really good this year, too. Yeah. Those were my honorable. And now on to my rest. Left behind ravioli. <laughs> yeah, the the ravioli is on my rest of the fest as well. And, you know, we don't just like to create content. We like to commit it as well. And this is one of the food offerings that's on everybody's, like, oh, this is great. You have to try it list. It's fine. The best part is definitely the can. You yeah, the can's great. Like, nothing wrong with that. That's also on our shelf next to the little peanut butter jar from the Yuri's Favorite. But the ravioli on its own was just... It was ravioli. Yeah. Um, the mushrooms, as someone who likes mushrooms, I thought they were pretty good. Um, but this one is such a hassle. Like, that that food is... Like, if I had to compare all the food and how much, how long the lines are, this one's the one that's consistent, super duper long, no matter what. And I'm betting everything it's because of this left-behind ravioli. And it's good. Like, it's it's ravioli, guys. It's it's good. But it's not... Nothing to write home about it. That stupid can. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. Like, I wasn't mad. Like, we wound up eating this when we were in line for Chucky, like the third night that we were there. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. Like, we were kind of coming up to the end of the evening. It was just something else to kind of push us through. Um, out of the things that we had at the booth, I didn't talk about it before, but I liked the Fedra ration bar. That could also go best. in my wrist. Like, I, I don't gravitate towards too much of the sweet stuff. And that's why I was just, like, surprised that I had two desserts as possible best of the fest with the Yuri's Fit, the funnel fries. But the the Federal Ration Bar was really good. But again, it was, like, peanut butter and caramel-inspired, so <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Uh, for my rest of the fest, I actually put the Surfer Boy Hawaiian Pizza on there. Oh, yeah. That's... It was it was good. It was nine ninety nine for a piece of French bread pizza. <laughs> and for what it was, it, it was good. I like Hawaiian pizza, so it fit the flavor profile of that. But for me, this was a case of I can get a better version of this for a little bit more. I could get pizza. Mm-hmm. Or for a little bit less, I could just get make a frozen French bread pizza. That's true. So this was kind of in that middle spot where it's like, well, it's too expensive for how much I'm getting, but it's not enough for what I need. So that's that's why it's on my rest. That's true. Um, I think that just about covers my rest of. Oh, I, I have uh, two more things. Because uh, I put the infected tater. Oh, okay. Online. I really did enjoy this, but at the end of the day, it was just the twisted tater. With extra sauce? With ex- with sauce. Because usually <laughs> if you get a twisted tater, they put the flavoring dust on there. This is a twisted tater with uh, porcini mushroom like dust on it, which you could just order it like that. But then it also has like a mushroom emulsion on it, which was very good, but not enough to justify waiting in line to get um they always do some sort of specialty, the blood and like the yeah. chili and cheese. Like, there's always something that, if you're looking for a little bit more substantial twisted tater, there's something there. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe I wish every twisted tater just had a sauce option on the side. Mm-hmm. I think that would probably be the way to go. And I will say, this year they did have the twisted combo where you could get a tw- twisted tea, yeah, like eleven bucks. Which yeah, which is when actually- I ordered that, like that's what we were getting in line for. I want to say it was monsters, and that twisted tea was just what I needed because it was really hot night, and I just needed something to drink and cool down. Um, so that that helped. Uh, one of my other rest of the fest, though, and this is going to shock people: the Oddfellow Carn Evil Dog. Really, this is a rest of the fest, and I will tell you why because it's getting a lot of press. By people being like, this is disgusting, this is the worst thing ever. I am here to tell you, in all honesty, it's not that. 
I will also agree with that. It's not that bad. It's fine. Like people, it's meant to be like the whoa! Can you believe they made a hot dog with a confetti bun? Then it's uh, bubblegum mustard and Kool Aid pickles. Yeah. And then also has potato sticks on top because you know they got them in bulk somewhere and they're like <laughs> we got to put these in everything. But the hot dog itself is fine. It's just like a normal kind of red red hot. The Kool Aid pickles are delicious. If you like a sweeter like bread and butter type pickle, this is in that vein, and it's not overly kool-aid fruit punchy like there's a hint of it there where it's like oh that's it i just like pickles though so that could be part of it the bubblegum mustard it does have a subtle bubblegum flavor to it and it is pink so if you're you have an aversion to weird looking food this might not be for you and i think that might be what part of peak ick factor with it is because there's a lot going on with this and none of it looks appetizing but flavor profile wise a hot dog with mustard pickles and I will say I put the carnival dog in my meh of the vest just because I don't like if you absolutely love hot dogs I feel like you would you would not mind this but out of everything that we had this was definitely like my least favorite like food wise so I do think it bears mentioning that when we got this they were serving like the bun that it was coming on was it was almost like a hoagie size roll mm-hmm. where it was dwarfing everything with it I've seen pictures of it since then, and it does seem a lot more like a regular hot dog roll now, so that might change the flavor profile a little bit because it's ready. But all in all, this isn't ever. Like, someone on the Reddit group was like, this was absolutely revolting. The worst thing I was like, I've honestly had worse hot dogs at, like, theme parks. Was that universal? Cause Probably. <laughs> but even just, like, any hot dog is... You're already accepting, like, an L when you're ordering a hot dog somewhere. That, that like, is just, true. Just own up and be like, you know what? They did something different. They did something. Uh, you know what? It's got buzz. Yeah. I, it, I made my meh, but it was not, it's not the worst thing. I feel like the um, candied pork belly that they had a oh, couple yeah, like, years the, ago. At 30, yeah. yeah I, I think that was absolutely And I was like, absolutely not. So what is on your mess to the fest, then? Um, so the Carnival Dog, I'm actually going to put... All the and the peacock oh, okay. bar. See, I like the survivors fizz, like because that's the one that you ordered. I had ordered the peacock tail, and it was fine. The survivors fizz though had like the right amount of like fizzy and sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is New Amsterdam vodka, club soda, lime juice, honeydew, and pineapple. This was this was delightful. This was refreshing. And again, like the, f- I mean, it's still hot, but the first two nights were there, incredibly and rainy, overwhelmingly hot. Uh, so this was a nice refreshing amidst uh, the thing is that i was expecting more from i don't remember which other one we had so we uh, had, the, I had the, the pea cocktail pea cocktail i'm just i was not a fan of it i don't think it was like that great all the um, my favorite drinks this year out of the new ones it was hard for me to pick a favorite well because i really like surfer boy but other than that one i'm like the feliz muerte was pretty good oh, that one was pretty good honestly like if I had remembered I drank that one, I probably put it, <laughs> would have put it on, like, my rest of the fest because it was good. I don't think I liked it as much as the Flaming Skull or the Flaming Death, whatever. Like the, the yeah, that one, that one was really good. Was. Um, I just expected it did not deliver. But I would still go to the peak of Halloween bar because that's where David has pumpkins. Any questions? <laughs> and he's fantastic. I, I, I love him so much. I can't wait to talk about him uh, when we kind of do our, like, wrap-up stuff. Um for me, and I'm not trying to say this to upset you, the fried-till-the-end chicken is on mine. That's uh, fair. This was fine, but what really knocked it off of my 
rest of the fest and onto the mest list was the fact that it comes in the same size box as the popcorn, but it's half full. That's true. It's not a good portion. We've had other Nashville hot chips from you before years ago when they had the subs, the chicken finger sub. Oh yeah, food that truck. was good. Those subs were huge, and I think it was just a better version of Nashville hot chicken. That is true. They were also the same price and much better value. So Universal can do hot chicken well, and. For me, this just wasn't it. And the more I thought about it, the more I was kind of... It was popcorn chicken, so, you know, it had that going for it, at least. But came down to it. I would probably try to find another chicken-adjacent food, if that's something that I wanted. That's fair. Like, I would honestly probably just get, like, the regular Cletus's shack <laughs> and uh, Festival fair. Boulevard before I would... All right. But not to upset you again. I know this was one of your most anticipated and it's it something true. that you like. Uh, what else do you have? Um, if you need to think, I have one locked and loaded. You have one locked and loaded? Let's hear it. Because this is going to be the Butternut and Duck Galette. And this is coming from the Colonial booth, which is the Blood Moon Dark Offering inspired booth, which is on the way into Springfield, USA. It's kind of before the popcorn, like hot dog stand, like right there, like as you're walking out of Springfield. I will say it's kind of weird that they put it all the way in the back. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense back there. Uh, But this is a uh, duck confit and roasted butternut squash filled pastry garnished with buckshot candy. There was candies in there? Yeah, that was like the little silver crunchy balls that oh, were the in stuff there. That, oh, I hated those. Yeah. I like the idea of this. Uh, butternut squash and like duck in like a flaky pastry. It sounds like it should be good. I think we only had like two pieces of squash yeah. on this because it wasn't like a mashed like squash like on top. It was basically like diced up and then maybe like a, a duck in there. That's true. Uh, the duck was pretty good. I had no complaints about that besides it was enough of it. But then the buckshot candies, I get what you're going for. Like, like, oh, yes, we went hunting. We killed this duck. Oh, there's still, like, buckshot in there. Like, let me spit this out. This is crunchy texture gone wrong mm-hmm. because you have a nice, light, flaky pastry with soft squash, roasted duck that's, you know, very tender, falling apart. And then you have this, this little hard candy that's in the middle of it. I'd agree. I kind of forgot that we got this. Otherwise, I would talk about it. But it was definitely not my favorite. Not, not great. I mean... I'm just happy to see duck on a minute. I have my last. Okay. It's the heart of the Umbala. Okay, because my, my final two are also drinks. Yeah, Um. this is new Amsterdam vodka with guava and lime juice. Put guava in everything. That and potato sticks. That and potato sticks. Simple syrup, cucumber and mint syrup, sea salt flakes, and edible glitter. Did Was yours glittery? I don't actually remember seeing it a was, lot of glitter. It was glittery. We, was, we shared one. I don't know. I did see a lot of glitter. Um, it was also very dark. That's true. It it did not hit. Was um. Uh, I like this more than you did. I but you also don't like cucumber. I don't. And you don't like. Mint. That's true. It's so, it's all working against me. So this was not for you. Um, much like my final two are both drinks, and they both are coming from the same booth. Uh, this is the Stellar Bar that had the amazing Hellfire Club sandwich. Uh, but starting off with the Murray's Brain. This is New Amsterdam vodka, peach brandy, triple sec. Club soda, grapefruit juice, lemon bitters, and garnished with dried grapefruit. This was basically like a screwdriver wrong. It was very alcoholic and then just big citrus pith, which I like in the Crooked Can Bloody Murder IPA. But this was just not it. too too far on the spectrum for both things that you don't want in your drink. I did not get any taste of that peach brandy in there at all. Like It was literally just probably like the dried grapefruit, grapefruit, and then vodka, which... It's kind of sad because 
on paper, like, this is all stuff that I like. And then also from the same booth, like I said, is the Peanut Butter Smuggler, which is New Amsterdam vodka with hot honey, lime juice, raspberry, and peanut butter syrups. Again, like, it did have a little bit of peanut butter flavor to it, but it was kind of like the peanut butter flavor from Circus Peanut Drink that they had last year and the year before, where, yes, it's peanut flavored, but there really wasn't enough of those other flavors there to out. You tell me there was hot honey in that drink. I do not remember I, it having like, that like hot sweet. I also will say I liked the peanut butter smuggler like Murray's rain tonic because I, I couldn't agree. even finish the rain tonic. I was like, this is not it, not it at yeah, all. If I had to order one of those again, it would probably be the peanut butter smuggler because I, I am a peanut butter boy. But if it comes to peanut butter flavored offerings, I'm getting the Yuri's favorite. That's just peanut butter. And But all in all, I think the food options that hit this year are solid. I do think the food last year all around. I would. Um, I feel like this year I've had a hard time narrowing it down to what was favorite favorite because most of the stuff that I had was was good. It just wasn't like knock it out of the park. Like I'm still. I still wish that they would bring back chicken tender subs two years back because I feel like those were in really good. Back. Or the little, bo- or the sweet revenge ice cream sand, or even um the uh Jack Slider. Yeah. That one, that, two, that was two years ago. But that was still, two years ago. Those were fantastic. Oh, that was really, really good. I love that. You know what? There's still a lot of good stuff here. Just be be careful with what. 